look like Aaron Jones, then you need to get yourself a pair of Oakleys today. Last season, I saw Aaron Jones wearing his signature Oakley sunglasses, and I knew I had to have a pair. My Oakleys fit me perfectly, and I've loved Oakley style since I was a kid. There's just that extra boost of confidence I get when I'm wearing them, and that's why I wear them every single day. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses that allow for an expression of your own unique personality, there's more than meets the eye. With summer just around the corner, you're going to want to upgrade your sunglasses game right now. Check out oakley.com to get yourself a pair. Personally, I'm a huge fan of the frog skins. Did you know that Oakley even offers prism lens technology? What the hell is that, you ask? It's a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. Want to know more? I know you do, so head over to oakley.com and uh, do your own research. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me? Try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life, and I can assure you, Oakley is not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. Head over to oakley.com for more information today. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Pack-A-Day Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Herman. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy Herman NFL. Appreciate you joining me. This is one of my favorite episodes every year. So we have a pretty good feel right now for what this Packers roster is going to look like. I'm sure there may be a few tweaks and adjustments here or there, but for the most part, the 90-man roster is full and Green Bay is going to go with the players that they have. Like I said, a couple changes maybe here or there, but the 53 is mostly going to come from this team right now. And what I want to do is go through a few different options, formations, scheme stuff that I think could be really, really fun for both the offense and the defense this upcoming season. So these are like, you know, we know Jordan's going to be the quarterback. We're not sure where the offensive line is going to be, but just some different formations and personnel groupings that I think could be really, really fun for this upcoming season. So let's start on offense. I have eight different things I want to go over on offense. And I have eight more that I want to go over on defense and let's kick things off with offense right away. So my number one is Aaron Jones at running back, Christian Watson at wide receiver, and then a three tight ends ish set with Luke Musgrave, Tucker Craft, and Josiah DeGuara. I think this could be a very fun, you know, sort of personnel grouping for a variety of different reasons. First of all, you have Aaron Jones at running back and you've got basically a three tight end set or two tight ends and a H back with Josiah DeGuara, right? So and you can even be used as a fullback in this scenario. So how I envision this is two traditional tight ends in Musgrave and Kraft. You've got Jones in the backfield with DeGuara as a pseudo fullback, H back, whatever you want to call it, and then Watson out wide. So in that particular formation, you have, in my opinion, your best blocking wide receiver in Christian Watson. He's a fantastic blocker out at wide receiver. And then you also have, you know, a traditional two tight end set. Now, how good of blockers Kraft and Musgrave are going to be will remain to be seen, but they're still two tight ends and teams are going to have to honor them as such. You've got Josiah DeGuara as a fullback, and then you've got Aaron Jones at running back. And how teams match up with that personnel grouping, meaning if they're thinking, hey, Watson's a wide receiver, Musgrave we're going to treat as a wide receiver. And then like, you know, maybe it's two tight ends, maybe it's a running back, like, maybe they come out still with like a heavy nickel package or something like that. If a team comes out in a heavy nickel package with that grouping on the field, I feel pretty confident running the football. Now, of course you can still do play action. You can roll out, you can do a variety of different things, but I like a a real true running offense out of a personnel grouping where they're matching up with maybe a bigger nickel package. However, 
if they come out in like a base 3-4 or a 4-3 and you've got this group on the field, then you get some really fun options. You could keep Aaron in the backfield, Aaron Jones, obviously. And then you could line up, you know, DeGuara and Kraft as your two tight ends. Maybe you use Watson out wide with Musgrave in the slot on one side. So you could do wide receiver and Musgrave as like a big wide receiver in the slot with DeGuara and Kraft as like a two tight end set to the to the wide side. And then Jones in the backfield. You could do a stretch to the two tight end side. You could do, um, you could you could even spread all four guys out. You could put Kraft and DeGuara out wide. You could put even Aaron Jones out wide and go five wide in that formation and just try to exploit uh a mismatch. Teams are probably going to go zone in that situation, but then you can call some zone beaters. So I just think it's an interesting formation where you've got some pretty good blockers on the field and more more interesting than not is what defenses counter that with. And I think if they put out the wrong personnel group, Green Bay could have some things either if they're small, run at them. And if they're big, pass at them. And I think that could be a fun option for Green Bay. All right. Number two is Aaron Jones, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Jaden Reed, and Luke Musgrave. And this is just weapon fest, right? So you've got Aaron Jones in the backfield. You've got Watson, Dobbs, and Reed as your wide receiver. So probably Watson, Dobbs wide with Reed in the slot and then Musgrave at tight end. And this is going to give you some juice in the, you know, in the slot basically positions with you've got your 4-3-40 Jaden Reed in the slot. You've got Luke Musgrave, your fast tight end lined up. You can either line up in line, you could line him up as basically a big slot receiver, but those are going to be two fun pieces to match up in the slot. Then you got your two outside wide receivers in Watson and Dobbs with Aaron Jones still in the backfield. You also have like, this is basically a traditional 11 personnel, right? So if teams are treating Musgrave as a tight end, they may come out in a nickel. Like they're just going to be some different things that you can use, but it doesn't really necessarily have to do with trying to get a mismatch against the opposing team as much as it is. I just want to see these playmakers on the field at the same time. So give me more formations that include Jones, Watson, Dobbs, Reed, and Musgrave. And again, Watson and, and Reed, Dobbs, these are these are guys that are going to go out and block, you know, for their their teammates. Musgrave, I think he's going to get there. I think he's better as a blocker than he gets credit for. I think this is a grouping that is going to be really, really fun and just gets a lot of playmakers out on the field. Number three has been one I've been talking about a little bit, and I just kind of want to speak it into existence, even if it's for like 10 plays all season long. I want, give me some Caleb Jones at tight end. Give me some Caleb, and not really tight end, but as a sixth offensive lineman, bring back the old U Bacon, Kevin Barry formation. And I think the fun thing here is this is not just a Kevin Barry, U Bacon formation. This is a full... Christmas ham formation. If we're if, if Kevin Barry is bacon, Caleb Jones is the full Christmas ham, right? So this is a six foot nine, 370 pound mammoth human being that is now your sixth offensive lineman. And it just gives some interesting, you know, things that you could potentially do. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to be more impactful than Mercedes Lewis was as a blocker at that position, because Mercedes Lewis was a technician at the position. However, if teams match up and you know go with uh, more of a heavy set, well, you still have some other options to the outside and you basically just use them as an extra pass protector in that case, just like Mercedes Lewis was. But if you have the opportunity to run the ball to that side behind Caleb Jones, maybe you put him in motion, put him on the left side, go right side, and then you could do some rollouts and bootlegs off of that as well. I do think that there's a good chance that we see some six offensive line formations to you know fill that gap that Mercedes Lewis is leaving as a pure blocker at that spot. Reminder, I've said it before, Rick Wagner was used in that position when Mercedes Lewis was injured back in 2020. So this is something that I think we could see who's that sixth offensive lineman remains to be seen, but 
I am wanting to see some Caleb Jones as a sixth offensive lineman and a huge mammoth tight end that could maybe open up some running gaps and lanes for Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Imagine Dillon running behind uh, Caleb Jones in that situation. Like, just give me that all day, every day. All right. Next up is either Christian Watson or Jaden Reed in the backfield as a, basically as like a running back. Now, I'm not saying you want Jaden Reed and Christian Watson, you know, continuously taking handoffs and, you know, wearing them down from a a running back type position. That's not what I'm saying. And certainly not Jaden Reed, who is again, a little bit smaller. I don't think you want to be doing too much of that. Could you hand the ball off to a Watson or a Reed in that situation a handful of times this season? Sure. You could absolutely do that. But One of the mismatches that teams are starting to recognize is still out there that teams haven't found a perfect counter for is that wide receiver in the backfield look and just getting them, you know, starting them in the backfield. We've seen it a lot with Justin Jefferson in Minnesota and then angling out into a route. Sometimes you're getting matchups with safeties or linebackers or just, you know, corners don't exactly know what to do when the guy they're supposed to match up with is now in the running back spot. It just has caused some confusion and it's been a mismatch piece. I'm sure defenses are studying it more this season based on how it was used a season ago, but it was a small sample size for in the NFL as a whole, but that was a formation or a look that gave teams a lot of problems on defense. So I would love to see early in the year, some Jaden Reed or Christian Watson as a wide receiver lined up in the backfield, but with the intent to go out and run a route like a running back would, but with actual receiving chops. So give me some Christian Watson or Jaden Reed in the backfield, please. And thank you. Next up is Jaden Reed and Samore Toure in the slot. I think you have two legitimate fun slot receivers here, and we could you know, see some Christian Watson in the slot. I think we could see some Dobbs in the slot, but I want to see some potential two-way goes and some really fun stuff with Toure and Reed in the slot. I think they're going to give Jordan Love some options. I think they're going to get separation. I think Toure is going to show off what he's learned in season one. I think he's a pretty darn good route runner. I want to see those two guys in the slot and see what they can do, maybe in some third and five type situations. Just again, give them a two-way go, sit down in the zone if you can. Otherwise, you know, try to juke the, the corner out of his pants and go get open and, and figure out a way to can, you know move the chains a little bit. So I want to see Toure and Reed in the slot and give Jordan Love some options at that position. Would also love to see a trips formation with Tucker Craft and Christian Watson in the front and Jaden Reed in the back. Again, I want to say this one more time. Christian Watson's a phenomenal blocking wide receiver. Tucker Craft, I think, has the ability to be a very good blocker out wide. And then you've got Jaden Reed with that 4-3-40 speed. And if you can kind of have them like, you know, separated out a little bit, or like maybe you've got Craft here and Watson here, and you've got Reed on one side with a tight end lined up in line like a Musgrave, and then a running back in the backfield. And then you've got Reed goes in motion to the other side, and you throw that little quick screen to him, and now you've got Watson and Craft blocking out in front of you with Reed's uh, 4-3 speed. Yeah, I'm totally in all day, every day. So I want to see some trips with Tucker Craft, Christian Watson in the front, and then Jaden Reed kind of coming behind it and being able to run some screen action behind two really good blockers, at least what could be really good blockers in Craft and Watson. And also you can run stuff prior to that to sort of set that up where, you know, Craft and Watson are just running routes from those spots. But all of a sudden you motion Jaden Reed over there, throw him that quick screen and he gets going. That could be a big play waiting to happen. Next up, number seven, if we're going to speak Caleb Jones on offense into existence as a sixth tight or a sixth offensive lineman, extra tight end, whatever you want to call it, I also want to speak into existence Keyshawn Nixon on offense. 
it could be five snaps. It could be 10 snaps. It could be as totally as a decoy. It could be just, you know, fake a, an end around to him. Maybe you give it to him one or two times. Who knows? But just the, the, the thought of Keyshawn Nixon in the game with what he's shown as a returner, I think would have to give defenses a little bit of pause and be like, hey, what that, what's that guy doing in there? And just a, a different wrinkle. And so, you know what else? Sometimes it's just fun to have fun. Sometimes the players just need something different. Throw in a package with Keyshawn Nixon in there for 10 plays. The players will get a kick out of it. They'll have a package for it. I think it would be fun. And I think that that can, you know, sometimes break up the monotony of the season. Give me a handful to 10, maybe 15 snaps of Keyshawn Nixon on offense this season. Why not? What do you have to lose? Could be a really fun piece just to experiment around with a little bit. And then last but not least on offense, Christian Watson, Luke Musgrave, Tucker Craft. Aaron Jones, and Jaden Reed in the red zone. The red zone's been a major problem. Well, Christian Watson showed last year that he can put up some big touchdown performances. I want to see him a lot more in the red zone. Luke Musgrave, he's got that tall frame with a big catch radius. I would love to see Luke Musgrave more in the red zone. Tucker Craft, same thing, big physical tight end. The more tight ends you can have to, you know, sort of all those spaces get so tight. I want somebody that can box out a little bit. That size with Watson and Musgrave and Kraft out there is going to be really important. Jaden Reed uh, is a player who plays well above his height, but you also want somebody that's got a little bit of speed and maybe can escape. And uh, Jaden Reed also does a really great job of checking back to the ball and not giving up on things. So that's another thing. He's also, uh, oddly enough, at 5'10", basically a jump ball specialist in college. So He's got that going for him as well. Then Aaron Jones in the backfield. I know everyone likes A.J. Dillon. It's like, oh, A.J. Dillon, big bruising back. A lot of times in the red zone, it's not the big bruising back that is best. What it actually is, is the guy that can get through the smallest holes because the holes are so tiny down in the red zone or in the goal line situation. So give me Aaron Jones. I like him a little bit more in some of those red zone situations than I like Dillon. Plus Jones can catch the ball a little bit better out of the backfield. So give me Watson, Musgrave, Kraft, Jones, and Reed in the red zone in some of those situations where you're trying to get the ball in and punch it in and third, fourth down, whatever it is, give me those guys. I feel best about them being able to break open and give me some options in the red zone, maybe more than any other players on the roster. All right, that brings us to the defensive side of the ball. First one I want to go over, and one that uh, some of these are not super complex, right? But Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith on the edges, once Gary's back healthy, Kenny Clark and Lucas Van Ness on the inside as interior pass rushers. That could be Green Bay's best ultimate pass rushing lineup with Gary and Preston Smith rushing off the edges, Kenny Clark and Lucas Van Ness rushing from the inside. That can be really fun. You could do some twists and stunts with it. You could do a variety of different things, but if you just want to bring four, you want to cover with seven on the back end. Those are the four that I want to see coming at the quarterback. I think they have the best pass rush powers, and hopefully they are able to get to the quarterback sooner, like in you know expeditiously. Let's put it that way. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, everybody. Here on the Packaday Podcast, we're all about look good, play good, and that's why I'm super excited to announce our new sponsor, Oakley. Oakley is changing the game and it's time to discover a whole new world of possibilities. Do you run, golf, work out, or just want to look like Aaron Jones? Then you need to get yourself a pair of Oakleys today. Last season, I saw Aaron Jones wearing his signature Oakley sunglasses and I knew I had to have a pair. My Oakleys fit me perfectly and I've loved Oakley style since I was a kid. There's just that extra boost of confidence I get when I'm wearing them and that's why I wear them every single day. Suited for everyday eyewear with frames and lenses that allow for an expression of your own unique personality, there's more than meets the eye. With summer just around the corner, you're going to want to upgrade your sunglasses game right now. Check out oakley.com to get yourself a pair. Personally, I'm a huge fan of the frog skins. Did you know that Oakley even offers prism lens technology? What the hell is that, you ask? It's a proprietary technology to Oakley and available for everyday settings as well. Want to know more? I know you do, so head over to oakley.com and uh, do your own research. And while you're there, get yourself a pair of everyday glasses that'll be sure to change your look for the better. When you wear Oakley, there really is more than meets the eye. Don't trust me? Try for yourself. I've worn a lot of sunglasses brands in my life, and I can assure you, Oakley is not only the best looking, but the best quality out there. Head over to oakley.com for more information today. Uh, next up is Rashawn Gary, Ke- uh, Kenny Clark, Devontae Wyatt, and Lucas Van Ness along the line. And this is just, let, let's say, you know, you want to give Preston Smith a little bit of a rest. This to me has the ability to be a very fun front. So Gary and Lucas Van Ness setting the edges on the outside, being super freak, fun, physical players with Kenny Clark and Devontae Wyatt on the inside. This is your this is your hope and dream for like the next three-ish, maybe four years along the defensive front is that Gary Clark, Wyatt, and Van Ness can just dominate up front. First round pick, first round pick, first round pick, first round pick. Four first round picks along the defensive front. Gary Clark, Wyatt, and Van Ness. Give me that all day, every day. I want to see what those four can do. The like state of this defense and this defensive front is in large part going to be up to those four players. Those are the four that have to set the tone, get to the quarterback, put pressure on, set the edge, stop the run. It's going to be up to those four. Four first round picks they have to produce. Give me Gary Clark, Wyatt, and Van Ness. Next up is a five-man front. Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith on the edges with Kenny Clark and Devontae Wyatt. Uh, as the defensive tackles, and then Lucas Van Ness lined up over center in that Zadarius Smith role. I think that could be a very fun front, and you could do a lot of different things with it. So you could bring all five. You could drop Preston back into like a, a zone coverage with bringing the other four. You could drop Gary back. You could drop Lucas Van Ness back. You know, you could theoretically drop a, a Kenny Clark or a Devontae Wyatt into a, a quick zone as well. But I think if you bring all five of those guys, that's a really fun five-man front. But as I mentioned, you could also drop a guy back and, you know, just disguise where you're blitzing from. Maybe Preston drops back one way and you take Wyatt, Van Ness, Clark, and Gary and like a Keyshawn Nixon off the slot and blitz that way. I think there's just a lot of really fun things that you can do in that situation. Either Quay or Devondre is your one single linebacker. You've got five defensive backs. I think that could be a very fun look as well. Another one that I want to see is a one five 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 or one five five defense. So Kenny Clark along the defensive line, your five defensive backs, and then five, let's just say either outside or off ball linebackers roaming around in sort of that amoeba type defense. What do they call it? The NASCAR package for Green Bay. 
But give me Preston Smith, Rashawn Gary, Lucas Van Ness, Devondre um, Campbell, and Quay Walker. Um, give me those guys standing up all around the ball and just being able to rush from anywhere. I think that could be like a, a really fun, unique little wrinkle that they throw in. All five of those guys could just drop back and cover and Kenny Clark could be the only guy. You could bring any grouping of the, the five that you want to bring, but you could also drop some guys back in coverage. Campbell's probably the guy you're going to drop back a little bit more. Quay Walker has some you know blitzing ability as well. So you put all those guys just kind of moving around in different spots. You don't know where they're going to come from. You don't know who's twisting, stunting. Kenny Clark's the only guy in the line. And some obvious pass rush situations. I think that could be a really fun front, or I guess not front, but like just a, a front six a, a to experiment with, with five guys roaming around and only Kenny Clark on the ball. Heck, you could even stand Kenny Clark up if you really wanted to, but give me that that grouping. I think it could be a ton of fun. All right. Number five on defense is their dime defensive backs. So I don't know who the safeties are going to be. It's it's probably not even worth getting too much into it. Savage is probably going to be one. Maybe it's Rudy Ford. Not what I'm super concerned about, but as time goes on and as Eric Stokes gets healthy, I am kind of excited about the potential of Razul Douglas and Eric Stokes out on the slot or out on the outsides with Jair Alexander and Keyshawn Nixon in the slot. And obvious pass downs, I think that's a really good four, uh, group of four defensive backs. Stokes needs to be better than he was a season ago. So does Razul, to be honest, but I think they can be, especially playing on the outside. Thinking obvious pass downs, you're more okay with Jair playing in the slot. You got Keyshawn Nixon there. I think that can be a pretty fun group of four. And I would like to see them use a little bit more dime in some obvious pass situations where it's, you know, a, a third or fourth and long and they've got four wide receivers out on the field. Now, quit missing, messing around with the extra safety or like two linebackers and the nickel defense. Like get that extra corner out there. You've got the guys to do it, especially once Stokes is back from injury and let those guys go out and cover because it's what they do best. And I think that grouping can be really, really fun and shut down some really good receiver groups in the NFL. All right, next up, is a base nickel defense. You've got Gary and Van Ness on the outside with TJ Slayton and Kenny Clark on the inside, and then Quay and Campbell as your, your base nickel linebackers. To me, this is a really good grouping because Gary and Van Ness can set a very physical edge. Slayton and Clark can eat up everything in the inside. And then you've got your two linebackers and Quay and Campbell to, to back it up. And of course, you've got five defensive backs still on the field. I like Nixon playing in the slot in that situation. He's very aggressive. He'll attack his gap in the run game if he needs to. But that is a group that at its like what you want on your base core is a little bit of everything, right? Can we stop the run? Well, yeah, Gary Slayton, Clark, Van Ness should be able to stop the run with two good linebackers behind them and a you know slot corner that's willing to help out in the run game. Yeah, that group should stop the run. You got a lot of beef up front with Kenny Clark and TJ Slayton. All right. Then the next question is, well, what if they go play action or what if they just drop back to pass? Well, Gary Van Ness can certainly rush the passer. Clark can collapse the pocket. And while TJ Slayton's not the best pass rusher in the world, he actually has a little bit of pass rush juice, especially for his size. So I think that is a really good base nickel group that can do a little bit of everything, you know, stop the run, rush the passer, and you feel pretty good about no matter what the opposing offense calls. All right. Number seven it might sound a little bit weird, but Devontae Wyatt and Kenny Clark on the edges with Rashawn Gary and Lucas Van Ness standing up over the guards or in like in that, you know, B gap. The reason I like that uh, is uh, because I think you can do some fun twists and stunts from that grouping. And we've seen this from Green Bay in the past where the defensive tackles will line up on the outside, the pass rushers will line up on the inside. It's got to be an obvious pass situation, but then they'll you know twist the Clark and Wyatt inside, and then Gary and Van Ness will go back outside. They'll run some pick plays. They'll run some stunt. Like They'll do a variety of different things, but 
You can also have Wyatt and Clark just try to collapse the pocket from the outside. Meanwhile, Gary and Van Ness can still rush the passer from the inside. They're a little bit quicker and the fastest way to the quarterback is from the inside. So if you can collapse the pocket on the outside, win with quickness on the inside, I think that's something you can try to maybe be a little bit more disruptive and make sure that that pocket is collapsing from all angles. And then last but not least, number eight on my list is Carl Brooks on the edge. I got to see it. I got to see Carl Brooks on the edge. Don't just put him out defensive line. He was so fun in college as an edge rusher. He's like a 300 pound edge rusher. I got to see it. I need to see it. Stand him up. Let him do it. He has a way about doing it that I just want to see if it can translate. Do it a handful of times. If it doesn't work, so be it. Put him back on the defensive line. But I've got to see Carl Brooks on the edge and what he's able to do with it. That is going to do it for me today. A variety of different formations and personnel groups that I think could be very fun for Green Bay this upcoming season, both on offense and on defense. Hope you enjoy this. I love doing this episode every single year. I'll do it next year as well. I'll also be right back here tomorrow with an all new episode. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. But until next time, and as always, go Pack Go. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.